great relationships. Like we want to be, we don't, we're just not a one and done thing. Like this is a relationship. Some of our customers we talk to every single day, uh, depending on how many shipments they have. And you've got to be the person that they want to talk to every single day, you know? Um, and so I think that's, I think it's really important. You know, I see a lot of people, um, they don't know what they want to do, right? Or they have too many ideas, especially women, right? We have too many ideas. What do we want to do? And um, which direction we should go? But like, I, I think the key to my success is like... Welcome to Empower Her Money Podcast. I'm your host, Angela Duncan, speaker, best-selling author, serial entrepreneur, and we talk all things money and business. Today's episode is sponsored by freemoneytipsbook.com. Freemoneytipsbook.com. Head over there for your free ebook and seven steps to get you started on your financial journey. Today, I am interviewing Rachel Blatt with Royalty Logistics. And she's going to teach us about servicing and how to charge more. Hello, Rachel. Welcome to Empower Her Money Podcast. How are you today? I'm wonderful. Thank you so much for having me, Angela. It's so good to see you. You look amazing. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So you have a very interesting story. I'd love for you to tell us more about it. Sure. So I um, worked in tech um, sales for about eight years. And um, they started selling off the divisions of my company. And I found myself uh, with three different job offers. I could uh, go back into tech where I was bored and kind of could do it with my eyes closed. Uh, I could sell mortgages and I'm not, I swear too much uh, <laughs> to work with the public. Um, or I could go into uh, work for one of the largest uh, auto hauling trucking companies in the country. And I said, well, I'm from Detroit. Um, you know, this is the Motor City. This might be a really good way to get into automotive. And I really found um, what I love to do. And then I just had to find my home. So um, I really wanted to find a company that, you know, paid me a little better, um, treated me a little well. And so I kept going from company to company in my last company. I did so well for them that they allowed me to start a company with in their company. So I kind of got to, you know, make mistakes, not on my own dollar, bust down some of my mental blocks about how much it costs to really get a business started and going. And I built that company to multi-million for them. Um, and then they wanted to sell it, um, but were under NDA, so they couldn't tell me. So, of course, you know, I'm such a self-centered person. The world revolves around me that I thought it was like, what are they doing to me? Oh, my God. And they couldn't tell me. Um, so it, it, I was running out of money and um, decided to start my own company. And that's how uh, Royalty Logistics was born. So I started in my living room. Uh, with no money, we quickly grew it to multi-million. Uh, we're certified women-owned, 
and we're just uh, we're having a lot of fun um, doing things for our customers that are completely out of the box and and just making work and life fun. So, yeah. Yay. So I love that story. And one of the things that you mentioned there, and I think oftentimes people miss, have this misconception, is you started, you just said, from your living room with no money, right? So mm-hmm. what did you do? Just like start calling clients? Like how did you grow your business from that point? Yeah. So I already, because I had been in sales for 20 years, right? I knew how to go out and get business. Um, I had been in the business long enough for me to know how to service it. Um, so I had the experience doing the role. Um, so it was not, but I worked so hard. Like I worked like nonstop 12 hours a day for five years. So, (laughs) um, I just didn't stop. So, um, yeah. And, and some of it worked out and some of it didn't, some things changed, but I just, I, I didn't look back and I never stopped. Yeah, that's great. And this is not like a women dominated industry. So oh, no. do, you, do you find that helps you, hinders you talk a little bit about that? Okay. So it has, it has its pros and cons, right? So I get along very well with our customer base because they're mostly men, but sometimes it hinders me because, um, I look very young and, you know, um, so sometimes people see me in person and they say, oh, you know, she's 25 years old. I'm not, I'm very old. Um, I just got good genes. Uh, <laughs> but sometimes, you know, people don't take you seriously. It's very hard to get funding. Um, there is, uh, you know, it's very difficult sometimes to be on the woman's side. Like we were just talking about it today. Like there's some, you know, you have to carry yourself a little bit differently when you are in this world. So it took a long time to, you know, really figure out how I'm going to, you know, carry myself as a CEO as compared to like a salesperson too. So that was a whole different different growing experience, I should say. Yeah. So talk about what, what does your company actually do in the transportation space? Sure. So we, right now we specialize in shipping vehicles. So we work with the automotive industry on any uh, transportation needs that they may have, whether they're buying uh, cars from auction, trading them amongst each other. Um, And basically we coordinate all of their shipments on semi-trucks and that's how we do we, we move for friends and family too so we'll move anybody's car because we know we do it right um unfortunately there's a lot of uh scammy companies out there these days um but uh our core business is dealing with businesses um and then we are you know looking to expand our commodity base so we're starting to begin that right now um we also have a podcast that we do where we talk to dealer principals and try to help them uh grow their dealerships and make them more solid um and we're just having a ton of fun uh making sure that cars get delivered on time safely and and rocking and rolling so that's what we do 
Yay. And you kind of picked like a really niche market because I mean, commercial transportation, you could move a lot of things. So what made you decide to go down that route and kind of like specialize and target just, you know, the, the commercial like autos and the dealerships? I just love the people in, in that industry. Um, I can really be myself. I think when you are really yourself, right? Like I get to be myself. I get to swear. I get to be silly and foolish and um, all these things that, you know, laugh and have fun. And I don't have to be too corporate. I don't have to be too serious. Um, I don't have to watch my language. <laughs> I mean, I just, I really get to be myself and uh, our customers love it. And I think they feel like it's refreshing. It's not robotic. It's, um, you know, if you've ever, you know, taken a sales call, I, I always could tell people whether they're doing good or bad on a sales call. <laughs> but I mean, you want, I'm, we're a real company, we're real people. Um, there's no robotics here uh, and everybody, and, and we just do good business. So I think when you're truly yourself, um, you know, the sky's the limit on your success. Yeah. So highlighting that you started from nothing in your home with no money. You picked a market that essentially is mostly male dominated being mm -hmm. a female business owner. You got your certification, which is amazing because I'm sure that offered opens opportunities. And then you picked a lane that you could be yourself in. So I really, mm -hmm. love, you know, highlighting those things is, is when you're a business owner and you're trying to fit into a world that you don't fit in, people are going to know that. So being mm -hmm. that you can be you, you're authentic, you're real, you're in an industry where it's similar people and then they can, you know, understand you, you understand them, it helps for your success, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And and I think too, at the end of the day, sometimes people, you know, they take it too seriously, right? And you know, people are just people. And if you can kind of have a good relationship, you know, that's one of our core um, core values is just building great relationships. Like we want to be, we don't, we're just not a one and done thing. Like this is a relationship. Some of our customers we talk to every single day, uh, depending on how many shipments they have. And you've got to be the person that they want to talk to every single day, you know? Um, and so I think that's, I think it's really important. You know, I see a lot of people, um, they don't know what they want to do, right? Or they have too many ideas, especially women, right? We have too many ideas. What do we want to do? And um, which direction we should go? But like, I I think the key to my success is like, this is, this is my lane. Um, I love logistics. I love what I do. I have a niche. We're growing it. That doesn't have, that's okay. Um, but when I got started with nothing, like I knew what I was good at. I knew how to generate money and I knew how to, uh, and I stayed focused on it for a really long time. Sometimes I wanted to veer off, you know, mm -hmm. and start, you know, like, oh, I started a successful business. I should do this business and I should do this business. And like the best advice, and it's very, out, like nobody will tell you this, like diversify multiple streams of revenue. Um, and that's good and we should have that. But the first one is to get your core business, the one, the one you're working on right now, completely solid, like it can function without you. And unfortunately I thought it was going to take 
way less time than it has like five years later like it's still not like running with perfectly without me it's not we're still getting better every single day and and sometimes you just have to stay focused on on building that first core business perfectly yeah i love that so being that you are in a service type of industry and you do have some hard costs obviously of labor you have the trucking mm -hmm fuel, insurance, all those things. How do you figure out how to price your services? Like, how did you go about that strategy? Well, the real truth is, okay, that, you know, we are, we are very competitively priced, right? So, um, somewhere in the middle we're not the most super expensive we're not the cheapest in fact i prefer to stay away from the ultra cheap um but the pricing really is an art because with logistics it it is all over the place there's so many different factors and variables that go into the price what type of car it is like we're gonna charge more for a very high-end car than we are for maybe like you know uh, Kia Forte, right? So the price difference, the size of the vehicle, there's lots of things that go into the price. Um, but at the end of the day, our margin comes down to the service that we provide. So the better the service, the more money that you can charge, right? Um, if it's bottom of the barrel, people really don't expect much. If they're paying a premium, they expect a lot. So it, it and with service, it's really the investment is in your time. So, like, how much time am I willing to invest with somebody? Um, so, th the real truth is, how high can you get it for and how low can you sell it for? That's the real truth, yeah. but there is lots of other factors that go into it. Yeah, and I like that you touched on, you, you don't want to be the cheapest in the market because to you, the service and the quality is important and you can't do that when you undercut your prices. So, I like that. And, you know, oftentimes as women, we have a hard time charging more too. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So I have a great story that you will love. Um, so I, um, the reason why I really left my last company is because like they changed this comp plan of mine and because, and they couldn't tell me why. And I did the math on how much um like a, a normal person would cost right them like a, a average person that could do a quarter of what i could do right so um i knew that i was worth um to them like three hundred fifty thousand dollars a year and i thought that was fair and so i said hey this is what i'm worth because it was it's gonna take seven people to replace me at fifty thousand dollars right so I even gave them a break. So I'm like, this is what I need. This is what I think is fair. And they couldn't come up to that. No. So when you give a hard, like, this is what I need. And they say no. All right. You have to be willing to walk away. So otherwise, they will never give you what you need. And that's scary for some people. So, um, and, and that's what had to happen for me. So I gave them like my ultimatum, like, this is where I need to be. And they said, nope, 
because um, they think they could hire somebody to do it cheaper and less expensive. And I knew that they would have to hire seven people to do that. So um, you kind of have to know your worth. And I think sometimes as ladies, we don't always know, right? Um, yeah. What kind of, like, can you put a price on the value that you provide? And I can help you do that too. So when I'm hiring things out, I'm, I do, I calculate like what is my out my hourly rate, right? And how much time for them to do it versus myself is it gonna, right? So if I'm if my hourly rate let's just say is a hundred bucks an hour, right? And it's gonna take me ten hours to do um, a job because I really don't know how to do it, and I can pay you five hundred to do it. Well, then I just save myself five hundred bucks. Right. And that's how I kind of um, calculate things. So I don't know if that would be helpful to these ladies, but that's how I kind of do it in my head. Yeah. And I like the point that you said, be willing to walk away, because if you when you know your value, you know your worth and you pitch it. Sure, you can negotiate maybe a little bit off of it. But if you go too far off, then you're devaluing yourself to that person. And then they tell someone else, maybe that person wants that discount as well. And then you just, you never have that opportunity to bring back into more profit. So I think that's a really good point. Know your worth and be willing to walk away from someone who doesn't see your value, or maybe it's just not a right fit right now. It doesn't mean they might not work with you later, um, but be willing to walk away. And as women, I think that's probably much tougher for us to do. Yeah, because we're scared, right? Like, what you know the kids the job the this the that and you know i um my girlfriend of like my oldest friend she just got laid off from her job she's like oh my god i just got laid off like what am i gonna do right like i have bills we need insurance like all these things mm -hmm. and i was like like i i firmly believe that god is not gonna close a door without opening a new one. Yep. Um, when I lost my job in tech, I had no idea, like I was gonna work there forever, mm. right? Like like they sold, they had to sell off the company for me to like be gone from this company. <laughs> and so it was like, I, but it was really, and it was the worst time in my life, um, but it was really preparing me on this path. Right. So it, it actually became the best thing that ever happened to me. The worst day of my life became the best thing that ever happened to me. Hmm. Very good. Awesome. A lot of good information there, Rachel. Really appreciate the points that you're bringing out um, as an entrepreneur. There's so many struggles that we can have. So, you know, bringing those things to light, especially the, the value of yourself. That's really good, too. Um, so I have a fun question for you. OK. Yes. So if you could have a superpower, what would it be mm -hmm. and why? So that's a great question. Um, I would like the ability to travel back in time. Because, um, you know, once you, you make, I make so many mistakes, by the way. Um, I think that's part of like why I'm successful is I just continue to make mistakes and move forward. But I would like the ability to go back in time with the knowledge that I have and fix some of my mistakes. Um, I think that would be like the ultimate superpower um, and just see kind of where those, that would take me. So that would be my superpower. 
Yay. Okay, Rachel. So if our audience wants to get in touch with you, learn more about what you're doing, hire your company, how do they reach you? So we are at Royalty Ships with an S across all of our social media platforms. Um, I'm Rachel Blatt or on some of my, um, our podcast is called uh, Car Biz Leaders Live. Um, featuring the principal's office. And um, we do that on Mondays. And, you know, um, we're just here. So anything at Royalty Ships, and you should be able to find us right away. Our company is called Royalty Logistics. Uh, we're out of Michigan and we're doing big things in logistics. So thank you so much, Angela, you're amazing. Thank you. I know I can't wait to continue to watch you on your journey as you grow as well. Yes, yes. We've had so much fun together. Um, and I just, I'm so proud of you and everything that you've done. I'm just, I'm in awe of your success. And, and I, I'm so happy that, Aww. you know, what you're doing for, you know, other women is just, it's inspiring and it's wonderful. So awesome. Well, thanks, Rachel, for being on the show today. Thank you. You're you're awesome. Have a good one. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Empower Her Money podcast. Make sure you leave me a five-star review, share this podcast, subscribe, and share the message.